How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. For all our listeners out there, my family, adopted or otherwise, are very surly. Please don't listen to this at work. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Brittany. I'm Goodwin. And Indy is asleep. Sad news. Uh, but today we are reading Shattered Glass, Chapter 12. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's do magic and pass out. In Shattered Glass Chapter 12, Triss goes for another walk and asks a couple of Prathmuni if they've seen anything, and they insist no Prathmuni would be involved because all of them would be persecuted for it. They are also happy to get away from her and hope to never meet her siblings. The next day, Kath feels ready to blow another globe. As they prepare in the glass shop, Kath gets a brief glimpse of Triss's backstory. Triss helps Kath meditate, and send only a thread of magic into the globe, which lessens the amount of lightning in it. They take the globe to Dama, and against Triss's better judgment, Keth stays with Dama. Sure enough, later that night, he passes out. The the Urimi bring him to Triss. As the globe clears, Dama and his fellow cops go to the location in the image and find no dead body. They search for the ghost who escapes through the service entrance. They chase the killer until they lose him at a temple where the high priestess of the all-seeing bestows her blessing on Dema and tells him he will be able to solve crimes properly once he solves this one. Hmm. All too convenient. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like in the chapter. So tell me all about your theories. I think it's the priestess at the end. I think it's her. Because she never shows her face. 
And then she's just conveniently there once he's chasing somebody. Too coincidental. They followed the footsteps to the place, and then she like pops out of nowhere. She's like, "Oh, hey, yeah, you keep chasing that bad person around, and uh, we'll, and then we'll I'll fix you let up when you, you catch be him. able to do this after you catch me, but you're not gonna." Exactly. Exactly. It's it's almost like twisting the knife. Like you're you're never actually gonna catch him. <laughs> He's me. It's me. I don't trust it. I don't either. I it's either it's her. Right. It's either her or like they're involved like the entire church is involved oh yeah the church is involved somehow Mm -hmm. just every time you say the entire church is involved i get serious hot fuzz vibes yeah (laughs) the entire town all of them but it's gotta be somebody we've met so i'm narrowing it down to her or it could be that uh prath mooney important lady not prath mooney um yaskadasu what was her name? Like the queen of the... The queen? Yeah. Uh, I don't think she would fit, step foot in there, though. I really don't. Probably not, but... She showed up, and then and then Molly raised her eyebrows at us. Well, what did you guys like? What did I like about Chapter 12? Mm, I really liked the part where Triss let that man get mugged. <laughs> she could have stopped it, but like... I probably shouldn't have been drunk and like not to victim blame or anything, but don't be putting yourself in situations where you can I don't know, you have to have some some basic precautions, I think. And uh, you know, hopefully he will learn his lesson. It didn't appear that they were killing him or anything. You Maybe know, that's what him. happened to Nico. He got blackout drunk and somebody stole money off of him because he said he lost a lot of money there. He did he I didn't like say he spent it. Too. He said he lost it. He did. So mm. maybe that was uh, Nico in the past. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please, please send us your Nicklaren Goldeye fanfiction. Uh, your Nicklaren Goldeye backstory fanfiction. Of him in Kapik? Yes. Email us, uh, yes, especially of him in Kapik. But honestly, like, I'll read any oh, of your oh. backstory fanfiction. Uh, <laughs> email us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com or contact us on any of our socials they're at the end i really liked tris going into like the whole criminal psychology like thing like she's not a cop but she has a pretty good understanding of like you know like does the ghost want to get caught because he's doing stuff very openly and just like leaving the bodies out like it's like is he trying to taunt the people of theros like what, what what's his deal why is he doing it this way so she kind of gets into it, but then she's like, eh, let David worry about it. I don't know. But it is something interesting for us to think about. Like, why, 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 why is this person killing these people and putting their bodies out in such an open way? Like, it's clearly not just for money or something. Like, there's ulterior motives for this. I really like when Tris said that madmen aren't guided by what their people need. When she was talking to the... Uh, the Prathmuni? Yeah, when she's talking to, to the Prathmuni. It's like, yeah, the people do crazy shit, and it's not always to the betterment of the people they're supposed to be representing. I also liked when Keth said, it's just when you start to fiddle with your hair, I want to leave. No offense. It's lovely <laughs> hair, I'm sure. And then he flees. He doesn't just walk away. He runs. He, he, he fled. He the man is terrified. Yeah, he did. Mood. Oh. I can't blame him. I don't blame him either. Yeah. 
Red hair is cool, but not when it also has the potential to shock the shit out of you. Or good God knows what else she can do with her hair. Control she waves. Has waves and water. And yeah. Yeah. Volcano. Yeah. All kinds yeah. of shit up in there. It's the iceberg analogy, right? He's only seen the upper 10% of it. Yeah. But he has he only knows seen a tiny percentage of what she can do. And he's already freaked out. If he saw the rest of it, oh my God, but, the man would die. At this point, he's also aware of just how powerful she is. He's mm-hmm. like, I have seen this and I know you are way more powerful than that. So, toodle. Bye. Out. <laughs> and another fun character moment between those two Cass saying I don't think I could concentrate and then Trish going but you will try won't you now she's being sweet you won't like her when she's sweet <laughs> no like it's 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 that sweet kind of like please do it before what the description is like the iron glove closing yep so like either do it now or you're gonna get smacked I will throw lightning at you. She will either throw lightning at you or make you feel really bad. And they're both horrible. Briar and Rosethorn, but the ages swap. No (laughs) wonder I like this book so much. I now understand. Kath uses the word chit instead of kid. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Please, like, I hope this book is like the last use of kid and like the explanation <laughs> for kid. No. This seems like no. a change. This seems like a change. They did have it earlier in the book. And then yeah. they also yeah. used kid in the correct sense where they're cooking kid. As yeah. well. And that's that's fine. That's great. Fine. I hope I hope that this is the the that that tipping point where it's like, oh yeah, you get that kid means child and she doesn't have to go through the whole I, spiel explaining it again. I love that Brittany has read this so many times that she now considers kid, meaning uh, baby goat, as, quote, the correct sense. It's like, like I said, I, I, I honestly think that Pierce did this because she had some grammarian, like, constantly on top of her for using the word kid. And now it's, like, backfired and she's turned Brittany into a grammarian who will only accept kid. It's turning me too, uh, frankly. Like now, I'm annoyed. So, like I remember to some degree it being explained. I didn't remember it in literally every book. Every and, single book. Ah. <laughs> and uh, I did remember it being explained more than once. But like I remember it fondly. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Or a weird little tick oh. of explaining kid to us. No. Uh, but once but she has to. She mm. has to. Otherwise will know that it's a ghost writer. So this is like her tell. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's her secret tell to her fans. So her fans will know. Mm-hmm. hmm <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'm 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 here, I'm crossing my fingers that we don't run into Kit again. I'm sure we will. Uh, and the last thing that I liked was the breaching of ancient doors by the Aru Arumi Arumi by Dama and the police, because you know nowadays we've got a lot of cool breaching ways to open locked doors that need to be opened quickly. You got battering rams, you got like explosives, you got heat ways of like melting through locks and stuff. But they have their own way of doing it. You, they knock, they they cut the pinhead on like the hinge of the door and then knock the pin mm-hmm. out and then just bust it. in. I thought that was neat. 
That's... What I thought was really cool about that scene is that it's a guy cut in the pin and a big woman holding him up. <laughs> yeah. That was really cool. Instead, the other, usually would see somebody ride it the other way around. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of Encanto. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Tamara Pierce does not shy away from strong women. She definitely does. Men. I mean, to be honest, isn't that why we're all here? Honestly, yes. <laughs> Brittany and Indy and I came to this because we wanted to read about strong women. Goodwin came to this because some strong women forced him into it. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm here against my will, but now I'm starting to enjoy it, so it's fine. All right, I guess I'll read mine then. A bad name is just a fart with consonants. (laughs) Oh, stupid. So stupid. Damn, that's that's funny. It's dumb, but it's funny. So dumb. Like, I usually don't like jokes that involve farts in any way, but I quite enjoyed that line. (laughs) So dumb. Oh, my gosh. Kath is jealous of Dama when he's caring for Triss because that's his teacher. And I literally wrote, and this I wrote this before I made this comment to you guys about how much I think that this is basically just uh, a reboot of Rosethorn and Briar. But I wrote, this is just like Briar. He's like, mm-hmm. that's my teacher. That's my, my teacher. teacher who's supposed to be helping her. And it's so stinking cute. But the very next scene, Triss is asking for water and Glocky takes it to her. And he's thankful to Glocky that she's taking care of. <laughs> like, you're not going to get upset about the kid taking care of your teacher? Then I guess uh, Triss is also her teacher at this moment, too. So yeah, I was gonna it's say, okay for Glocky to do it. And he has a different relationship with Glocky. That's true. Try not to kill yourselves, whatever you're doing. It makes the city look bad. Because the city doesn't fucking look bad already. (laughs) This here is a mood. I'm fine, Keth said testily through the pounding in his head. Yeah. Sounds like me right about sixth period. (laughs) I wrote down eggplant stuffed with lamb because we've been talking about all the food and that it is specifically so totten which is where they were in Street Magic, which is where Eggplant is the queen of vegetables. Correct. Full circle. Oh, and then I also wrote, paid the vendor for skewers of grilled kid, which I could barely read with a straight face last week. <laughs> this is normal enough when a student's too big for the teacher to order him to bed. But she ordered him to bed at the beginning of the chapter because he was reading the book and she saw that he yawned. And she's like, go to bed. And he went to bed. And now she's saying, he's too big to tell her to go to bed. You did the night before. I mean, but to be fair, like, she only has so much power, right? She is 14 and he's 20. Telling him that is different from having him do it. That's true. Like, him listening to what to that is. Right. Because, like, again, to compare this to Rosethorn and Briar, if Rosethorn tells Briar to go to bed, he's going to fucking go to bed. And if he doesn't, he will incur her wrath. There's only so much wrath that Triss can dole out on a man who is six years older than her. <laughs> That's true. <sighs> and not and not become one of those like shitty teachers that like beats their students. Like Right. Right. I could also imagine her just like tasering him whenever he does something wrong. And it's like, That's that's not right either. No. Exactly. He's an adult. He can make his own decisions. 
she recognizes that she has to let him make his own decisions. He will recognize after he makes those decisions just why they were bad decisions. And quite frankly, like, she learned the hard way too. So they never do anything simple if they can think of a complicated way around it. (laughs) I don't even remember what the context was with Moon. I'm just going to assume that this was talking about the Tharian government because it sounds very much like the United States government. Uh, It was at the point where they're looking for the dead Yaskadasi and they didn't think to look for the servants' corridors because, God forbid, people see trash. Oh, no. Not trash. Yeah, it is kind of talking about the Tharian government then. Yeah. And then I just wrote interesting prophecy at the end. I gotta find see this prophecy you're talking about. <laughs> now I'm intrigued. The, the bit where she says, oh, you'll be able to solve murders like normal. Oh, okay. All right. Like that, I guess to me, I kind of interpreted that as a prophecy. Mm. Oh, okay. Right. I was like, wait, she, she prophesied something? A... I was confused. No, I think she just said yeah. it, but coming from a person of religious importance. Yeah, and she was talking about the future. So she's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, one day you will be known and recognized for all your hard work and what a great cop you are and you'll actually be able to solve crimes properly and and you won't have to worry will... about the cleansing, cleansing all the time. yes the, the po- i almost said poison i don't know well, they right. treat it like poison essentially essentially i like the um festival of butterflies where they're all dancing mm-hmm. around in the butterfly costumes it was super cute when uh, Tris is walking around, she thinks to herself that the ghost must look normal enough to come and go wherever uh, with no one the wiser. That's the total opposite of Daja. Daja's like, oh, he must look evil because he's evil. And Tris is like, no, he must look normal because he's getting away with stuff. So complete opposite of Daja, which I thought was interesting. I think it kind of shows her just being a little more mature. Too. A little more mature, yeah. Yeah. Tris gets to the shop. Keth is thinking to himself that she was the strangest girl. She settled Glucky in the corner and he's like, she's kind when she's teaching, testy when people argue with her, and she briskly cares about the child. He would love to know her life story. And he does get to know a little bit of her story, like a little bit after a quick little glimpse into life, which was cute. And then where Keth starts whining like a little boy like do we have to (laughs) and then um whenever he realizes it was actually easy to go into meditation he's like he considered an apology and decided against it she would only be smug and he hated it when she was smug (laughs) with reason like yes that's me i am (laughs) that could be quite smug if I'm right like oh I was right I told you that's so funny and then he asks her you see there are three more of you in Emmeline just like you and she's like oh no they're much worse than I am <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love that part and thinking of the kind of people who would be counted on to survive long acquaintance with their I believe you <laughs> And she's like, it could be worse. We could all be here. <laughs> oh, poor Kath. He he would he would die. Like, he would no. not. He would not be ready. No, no. I don't no. know. Uh, like 
I could potentially see Keth getting on with Briar. I don't. I don't. Either. I think he'd get along better with like Daja or something. like. See, I was mature. gonna say or Daja. Yeah, yeah. Daja. Yeah. yeah, Briar. No, I don't think he'd get along with Briar. I well, see maybe the just because they're boys. I, I don't know. Well, I, I was gonna say like I see the humor and the banter Keth shares with Chris as Chris as being very similar to the banter that Briar shares with Triss. Because Keth would be like, oh my god, like, I'm so terrified of her hair. And Briar would be like, yeah, she does that. Crack some stupid joke about her and be like, come on, let's go eat. Because yeah, I'm yeah. hungry. <laughs> like, That's true. And you know what? I, if I knew Keth and, like, knew Triss and they weren't in the same book, I'd be like, you know, I bet Triss and Keth would get along pretty well. But here they are. They are getting along well. But it's more of a antagonistic kind of, you know yeah like butting heads they're, they're having fun but they you know they're not they're not like oh also, I, I love you my student i love you too teacher it's it's very much yeah like i don't want to tell you you're right because you're gonna rub right. it in yeah right i'm very curious once keth heard briar call tris copper curls if he would make the attempt no I, he would be too scared he'd be terrified yeah. Yeah, he'd be like, how have you called her that and you're still alive? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he'd be way too scared. Um, my next one is where Keth notices that Glocky's hair is brushed and neat. And he's like, of course she would do an exacting job on Glocky's hair. Look at what she puts her own hair through. So, yeah. This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, when they go back to visit Dema, everyone like clears out of the room except for the lady that's behind the wooden barrier he thought about saying uh i'm just a student and he's like "Mm, after i almost got tortured in this building it's kind of nice to be treated with respect and a little fear don't don't blame him for that i don't either like oh now you're scared of me good when kes and dama are waiting for the globe to clear up Demma's like, well, she's probably dead by now. And Kes tells him, don't pronounce her dead until you've found the body. As well, invite the gods to kill her, not the ghost. He's so jaded. I mean, he's he's been dealing this with this for a while. Like, literally everything that he has done to try to solve this has been thwarted. Yeah. I, I think there may also be an element for Dema of, like, he doesn't want to get his hopes up because... He knows that it's going to hurt even more if he does. If he's like, oh, maybe we can rescue her, and then they can't. Whereas if he doesn't expect to be able to rescue her, and they do, easier to deal with. Right. Um, Rather than being disappointed again. That's true. And he may also not want to get Kat's hopes up because he doesn't want Kat to have to go through that kind of disappointment. Not to say that, like, Kat's remark isn't valid. He may have his reasons. Yeah. It's interesting because we've seen a couple of interactions like this between the two of them where they kind of butt heads. And I think a lot of it is partially Dema having been dealing with this for a while. I think also possibly having reasons for saying what he says to Kath, but he just doesn't realize that he's saying the wrong thing. If it was a different person, it might actually be kind of a okay thing to say or an appropriate thing to say, but with Kath, it doesn't work. We already saw that Which, happen with Yali too when she got got it seems almost like a difference between um dama's like police background and keth being a civilian and dama just being like hey you know realistically like if he's talking to other like police officers he'd be like hey 
kind of sucks, but we're more than likely going to find her dead because that's what's been happening. You know, it's unfortunate. Right. And I, I think maybe he just has more candor with his own. I was going to say, it actually reminds me of the conversation between Haluta Salt and Frostpine at the party in Cold Fire. When Frostpine talks about how she's really negative and she's like, well, that's because you stay in your happy little temple. And he's like, I'll stay in my happy little temple if it means that I'm not going to be as negative as you. But yeah. she is negative because she constantly sees the worst side of humanity. And that's it true. makes her very blunt. Like, I look at this, and I'm just like, hmm, Dama and Haluta Salt would get on. And Haluta yeah. Salt would be absolutely horrified by the conditions under which Dama is trying to solve this fucking case. Oh, ab- absolutely. <laughs> If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. The best that I could come up with was, ah, so close. Because there's a lot of stuff where it's just like feeling of getting closer and yet like 
like we've made so much progress and yet we're still so far away they get to the crime scene before the killer does but they aren't able to save the woman and they aren't able to catch the killer blows a lightning globe that has less lightning in it but he still can't clear it Triss is making progress but still like there's no clues everybody sort of made all of these steps that have helped them move closer to solving this case and yet they're nowhere anywhere closer to solving the case well i actually found a theme um the theme i found was overconfidence this is especially so with ket um yeah Mm -hmm. in the first part of this chapter um he isn't wanting to listen about meditating because he's overconfident that he can go ahead and do everything without meditating. And then realizes, oh, hey, wait, I guess I do need to meditate. And then Keth thinks that uh, Triss is being an alarmist later in the chapter because uh, she tells him, you use all your magic. You should probably not go. He's like, ah, alarmist. I'm fine. And then he passes out. I'm 20. I know more than you. I'm, I'm a man. I'm a glassman. I can do it. Yeah. No. Way too overconfident. Which he should have listened because he he was wrong about the meditating. And clearly Tris was right. And she knows what the fuck she's talking about. But he didn't learn his lesson in the first half of the book. And was like, you know what? Even though you are a mage and you know what the fuck's going on with mage stuff and I don't. Ah, fuck you. She's also told him before to like take a break. He's going to wear himself out because the chapter where Yali and all of them wake him up, he's like passed out in bed and almost gets out of bed naked. Uh, (laughs) That scene, he's like, oh, we worked really hard last night. He worked hard despite the fact that Tris kept telling him to stop. And she was like, you really ought to stop. You really ought to stop. You really ought to stop. I'm not going to make you because I don't really have an ability to, but I'm just going to like sound like a broken record until you pass the fuck out. So like this has literally happened. Yeah. This has happened before. Mm -hmm. It's just not happened to this degree yet. He needs to learn his damn lesson. And maybe he has this time. We'll see. And really that's we'll see. When you reach a certain point, like you that's the only way to learn is to experience it yourself, even as someone tells you. I think that's especially true because he is an adult and his teacher is a child. Like, that's a difficult position to be in. Yeah. It's hard to, like, take advice from a 14-year-old. Some level is probably a degree by which he's just kind of sick of, like, not having control over his life. Because he hasn't really had any control over his life since the lightning strike. And now he's starting to get control back. But here's this 14-year-old, like, like trying to control it for him. So he's rebelling against that because he, he wants to be in control. And he will be once he figures out his limits. I got control. Keth is starting to better control his magic. You know, he's starting to put it in, like, the crucible, you know, squishing it in, getting it together. Um, And then he learns his limit, which is, you know, going out, hanging with Dama, and then just, hey, passing out. Triss is also trying to get info from the breezes unsuccessfully. She's trying to exert control over it, but it's such a complicated, difficult thing that she just can't, can't do it yet. Not not effectively, anyways. And that's pretty much it. I feel like she also has control when she is undoing her braids. She's controlling the amount of, like, energy she has. That's true. Yep. She's going to have such a bad fucking time. When this is oh, yeah. She's going to be, like, out for, like, a month. Nico 
tells her at the beginning, like when she's explaining to Kath about her braids, she's like, yeah, like I can pull off energy from my tidal braids. And Nico's like, yeah, then you pass out for a week. Kath is going to get his comeuppance, I guess, when she goes through it. Oh so- my God. I'm already, I just thought like, I'm, I'm now picturing a scene of Kath having to take care of her because oh. she's all sleepy and can't do anything. Oh. I, I feel like Tristan's been taking care of them a lot getting yeah. food like making sure yeah. was, you know doing their stuff correctly so i think some of that will come back hopefully i do think tris has a better idea of what she's doing than keth does like yes she is definitely going to go through like this same kind of thing because she's bleeding off so much energy but i think on some level she's more aware of like the the exact consequences that she's going to face she knows she's done it before she knows the price that she's gonna pay for this part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage this is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives what magic were you able to craft out of this chapter the personal magic that i found was to not overexert yourself like we just talked about kath Amen. Kath clearly overdid it. He's learning, he's excited, he did his thing, and then he kept going and kept going and kept going and didn't rest properly. And now he's paying for it. And it sucks. You can do the same thing. Too many irons in one, you know, in one oven. You're just spreading yourself thin. You're not taking care of yourself. You're you're you keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And sometimes you just need to stop, take a breath, take a day off, go do something you enjoy that is not stressful and just chill recharge get ready to you know go back to it but don't keep pushing yourself because uh it fucking sucks i feel like i'm going through that right now and i definitely feel like i need a day off but hopefully the stuff dealing with will be taken care of soon and it'll it'll all be okay then yeah i feel like i do that a lot I just feel like that's a really good takeaway from this novel as a whole, because this really is so much about like dealing with those situations where you can't stop because there's so much going on and being thrown at you. But also so much of this book is about the importance of rest. I wrote good advice comes from many quarters. So you might be 20 years old and it might be a 14 year old telling you to go take a nap. But sometimes it's a good idea to listen. Don't shrug people off and say, oh, what do they know? Because they're whatever. They, they might actually know more than you. That's if okay. It, like if a kid tells you you look tired, um, and then you probably look a little tired. Yeah, if a kid tells you you look tired, you definitely look tired. <laughs> Kids don't play. They sure don't. <laughs> you don't look like a potato, Brittany. <laughs> Malia says I do. I don't think she meant it that way. I'm a potato. Uh, Well, if you're a potato, can I be a carrot? And then Goodwin can be like a chunk of beef, and then Indy can be like an onion, and we can be a stew. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. I like that. (laughs) Yummy. Damn, I could go for some soup. That sounds good. My magic came from the passage. Your single most important tool as a mage has to be your will. Uh, What you want, what you don't want. Your magic feeds on those things. You have to make it feed only on what you granted or it will rule you and ruin your life. Um, I read this more instead of magic. 
as being like your emotions. So if you have a negative outlook on life, then everything that happens to you is going to be negative. And if you have a more positive outlook on life, then more positive things will happen to you. I know in like high school, I'd always be like, oh, why is that person getting something that I think I should be getting? And I would just be negative about things all the time and nothing was going my way. Should it be like that? I know it's hard to be positive. It's really hard for me. I'm not a positive person, but uh, being more positive definitely helps your trajectory of life, I feel. Who do you think you are, Indy? Right? Not being Stop being so, stop being so wholesome. <laughs> That's a really good way of looking at it. Just be thankful for the stuff that you have. Yeah. Being mindful that, not, not to think like, oh, it could be worse, but just you no. know, stay positive with, you know, what you got. There is legitimate research that shows that keeping a gratitude journal or like naming what you are grateful for every day <clears throat> has a positive impact on your life. I just want to be more positive because I want to be happy. I hear that uh, being grouchy and grumpy and sad all the time kills you faster. So I don't want to die <laughs> at the young age because I'm just upset all the time. It's a bad way to look at life, I feel. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter 13 of Shattered Glass. They had just finished the dishwashing when Triss straightened, staring at the door. What is he doing here? She asked. Before Keth could inquire into his identity, Triss had to run out of the room. Little Bear galloped at her side, barking furiously as his tail wagged hard enough to create a breeze. By the time Keth could reach the door, Neclaren Goldeye had stepped onto the third floor gallery. No, Bear, you know better, he informed the dog as Little Bear danced around him. Just one paw print on my clothes and I will make myself a Little Bear rug. Keth's eyes bulged as he took in Nico's appearance. Even for Kapik, the mage dressed well. Tonight he wore a crimson sleeveless overrobe with a gold thread subtly worked into the weave loose black trousers, and a cream-colored shirt. His long hair was combed back and secured with a red-gold tie. Tris looked entirely unimpressed by her teacher's splendor. She crossed her arms over her chest and scowled. Those aren't Kapik clothes, she informed Nico tartly. Those are Balance Hill clothes. Actually, they're Fakomathen clothes, Nico told her, allowing Chime to light on his outstretched arm. You are more beautiful than ever, he told the dragon. To Triss, he said, you look dreadful. I don't feel dreadful, she retorted. I know what I'm doing, Nico. I don't need a nursemaid. He raised his black brows at her. And did it ever occur to you that I might need reassurance that you are well and sane? To Kat's astonishment, Triss turned beet red. Looking at the boards under her feet, she mumbled something that sounded like an apology. Keth stared at Nico in awe. In one sentence, he had transformed Triss from a short, plump, sharp-nosed terror into a 14-year-old girl. It occurred to Keth for the first time that perhaps magic wasn't simply a matter of fires, lightning, and power in the air, if spoken words could also create such a transformation. Nico turned his dark eyes with their heavy frame of lashes on Keth next. 
Keth managed to meet them for a moment before he too gave to the urge to inspect the floor. Suddenly, he remembered that Nico's magic revolved around sight and that if he saw magic, he would know the state of Keth's power. She keeps telling me not to overdo, he said hurriedly, thinking Nico might feel Triss was careless in her teaching. And we try, really, we try so I don't go too far, but I need to stop the ghost. Any kind of weather magic is hard to regulate, Nico said mildly. Academic mages have trouble building their strength up because it all comes from within them. Ambient mages suffer the opposite problem, struggling to manage a great deal of power that is drawn to them without their knowledge. Lightning, of course, only increases the level of power that runs through you. Of course, whispered Keth sheepishly, he felt like an apprentice who hadn't seen the obvious. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST, shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. <laughs> Tamara Pierce told us that family is sometimes a 20-year-old man, his 14-year-old teacher, and their three-year-old adopted daughter. Four-year-old. Four-year-old. They're cute. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.